0: Hey everybody! Welcome to an all-new Downright Sports Radio, the podcast here at DynastyRadioNY.com. Your number one source for hip hop, R&B, and soul. Also, you can download and listen to the podcast at Apple Pod—I mean, at, yeah, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere you get your podcasts downloaded. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs and teams that are out. Teams that are still playing and teams that are getting ready to start the next round. We're also going to touch on depression in sports and we say goodbye to a legend. So ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, it's 8 o'clock. That means one thing, one thing only. Stop what you're doing, turn your phone up, get ready to disagree or agree. Have your opinions on standby and understand that every Thursday at 8 o'clock, it is showtime.
1: You kiss me, our would give.
0: Yo, the fat man's in the building. What's up, everybody? Welcome to an all-new Downright Sports, the, the radio, the podcast, if you will. We are live on Facebook Live today, June 2nd, this Wednesday, but pump your brakes. If you're listening to it on Dynasty Radio, NY. That means it is Thursday. It's eight o'clock, and it only means one thing: the sports show for the sports fan is here and live. And I am your host, Brent Reed, the notorious sports critic, and I'm here to talk sports all night. And uh, dressed up very special for a special occasion. Uh, as in the second today's second segment, we will uh, discuss in length the great, and I cannot. The word great, and I'm going to, you know, go back and promote, hey, how you can listen to the show, blah, 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 but the word great, legendary, um, legacy, these words are thrown around too easy nowadays, just for any old body, he was born on a Wednesday on a leap year, he's great, no, this word, great, legendary, impactful, the best sums up one man. That is Michael Mike Trzceski, or as we all know and love him as Coach K. And uh, Coach K has announced he what this will be it his last season. So we'll talk about that in the second segment. For those so. For those of you that are watching on Facebook Live, understand how this works. This will be the last show on Facebook Live. We're going to move to Instagram after this week. So going forward, uh, sign up for Downright Sports at Instagram and you'll see the show there. Plus some other, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Some other uh, works that we have going on. But um, you could, if you watch the show here. Uh, there's three segments, we'll take a break after each segment, so I might go away, and then I come back, so just hang in there. Uh, but if you're listening here at the radio, at uh, DynastyRadioNY.com, and you're listening to the podcast, you get the show in its entirety, you get the music, you get the sound effects, you get me falling asleep behind the mic. Now that ain't happening. But you're going to get me full of energy tonight, because I'm wired, and I'm, ooh, 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 so... This is how it's going. The NBA playoffs is in full swing. Uh, two teams are, or three, is it two or three? Uh, so far, three teams. Uh, their seasons are over. The Miami Heat was swept by the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, the Boston Celtics, uh, the Boston Celtics, are uh, lost in five games to the Brooklyn Nets. The uh, the Washington Wizards, lost to the. Uh, Philadelphia seventy sixes, even despite Joel Embiid did not play in the closeout game, and the New York Knicks lost to the Miami Heat. That's where we stop. We're, I'll go over who's doing what out west in a second. I watched the entire Knicks game because I am a true, I'm a Knicks fan. I'll uh, give you a small backstory. My auntie Vaughn bought me a Chicago Bulls hat when I was young, could be no older than four, or five. My mom saw the hat, threw it in the trash, bought me a Knicks hat the next day. It was a Knicks hat with Bugs Bunny on it. And she said, you root for the Knicks. Going forward, you don't have a say in the matter. That day forward, I learned two things going through the rest of my life. How to cope with losing. The Knicks in the post-championship years, which was the 70s, last one was the 72, 73. Knicks have been to the finals two other times. That was in '94 um, uh, and in '99. The '94 years, there was hope. In the '90s, in the whole '90s, there was always hope because we were led by the we were led by the man. We were led by Sir Patrick Ewan, the 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 heart and soul, the man who would sweat just putting on a pair of socks in the morning. I shouldn't judge because it's not easy, but when pat left the team or excuse me when pat was ceremoniously let go from the team after going to the finals in 1999 and off his back he 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 two knees he had two of the worst knees you ever seen in america in the world his knees was held up literally with a rubber band and uh, some and glue, not good glue either like Gorilla Glue, like that glue where you see that kid in the corner and he's eating it in class, that type of glue, you know if it gets wet it ain't worth nothing, and Patrick did everything he could in 1999 to get the Knicks to the finals, they got there, he couldn't even play because he was done, he couldn't even Willis read it, walk on the court and like just do a layup, he couldn't do nothing, he was done. The Knicks unceremoniously let Patrick Ewan go. He went to go play in Seattle. Oh, that was ugly. And then he went to go play in Orlando, oh, which was equally as ugly. But the Knicks from that day forward were never the same. They had a couple more playoff stamps, but they never, again, that franchise was never the same after that. It became a dumpster fire. It became a joke. The New York Knicks franchise became a joke. Something that it would never was before. You can always look at the Knicks and go, uh, eh, okay. But they became a like, laughing style. It was the Knicks, the Raiders, um, <clears throat> the Mets. Well, the Mets is always. But they became a true, like, punchline. They got Carmelo Anthony and they still was a joke. They um um, they 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 just could never get it done. The Isaiah Thomas effort was horrific, was terrible. Now it Knicks seem to have turned it around. Maybe Julius Randolph, uh most most of player of the year, uh, R.J. Barrett, last year's draft pick, uh, Talupa, this year's draft pick, a bunch of other key role players. The Knicks, where they lost against my uh, the Atlanta Hawks tonight, where they went wrong. And where I think basketball period looks just bad and why teams of the nineties, teams of the early two thousands, teams of the eighties, where they are better than teams today, took one thing. They run an offense. They have plays. They have set plays. If you watch the game today, it looks like a it looks like the best of the best is playing a pickup basketball game. Go look at a pickup basketball game. How is it played? The ball moves around a little bit. bunch of guys running around. A couple screens here and there. And then the guy shoots a three. Or if he's lucky, he drives to the basket. And then if he misses, there's a guy who gets a rebound. Versus moving without the ball. Setting screens without the ball. Backdoor screens cutting. Uh, uh, um, uh, running pat, running uh, pat, Moving. Moving. And get into a spot where, oh, there's the jumper, there's the shot, boom, creating offense. They don't create offense today. A lot of offense today just looks like it happens. Like, if you watch, it's like, oh, snap, it happened. And that's kind of what the Knicks was dealing with. The Knicks had no... The reason why Atlanta beat the Knicks is the Atlanta has a bona fide superstar on their team. Now, Trey Young, we're going to talk about this next week. Trey Young and the Knicks have recreated the rivalry. Trey Young is... I hate him. Like I can't stand him. Every time I see him on TV, I want something bad to happen to him. I hope he lives, but I want something bad to happen to him. Like he has brought back that Reggie Miller kind of hate. As um if you watch wrestling, he's got heat. He's got true bona fide heel heat. Like he, he loved it. He thrived in it. Maybe it's something i played in at Madison Square Garden. It just brings... Coming to New York, you just feel that grit. You know what I'm saying? Because in today's NBA, everybody's friends. And we all love each other. We all... We, hey, hey, after this season, we should play on the same team. We should play on the same team. Because we're good friends. Friend hug. I can take pills for how sickening some of that is sometimes, Trey Young has brought back, yo, I, yo, I'm here to beat you, take your heart, and and keep it moving, kids, it's nice to see, so, next year, hopefully, I don't know what the free agent list looks like, I have a whole summer to speculate what the Knicks could do, but the Knicks need, they don't need a super superstar, they don't need to rebuild the team, they just need that one extra guy that can help Randolph score, uh, uh the Derrick Rose is not it. If you if you're counting on Derek Rose to be your your hero, well <laughs> you better keep counting. Now, um <clears throat> this weekend we will have Brooklyn taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. The winner of that goes on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um and I picked the 76ers to take on the Los Angeles Lakers in the finals. Well, I'm looking like a big dummy. The Lakers are hurt, and the 76ers, if Embiid is hurt, that's a wrap. Brooklyn is going to the finals, and they will win. Now, I think Milwaukee can beat Brooklyn if Milwaukee doesn't come outside of themselves. The pro- the deal, the problem with. Brooklyn, you got three guys and they just play one-on-one basketball. They could move without the ball, but really, they just play one-on. You know, you got three guys that score forty together. Like, so you got to figure out. You got to pick your poison if you're the Milwaukee Bucks. Do you allow? I do you allow KD to just score all the points? You're not stopping Kevin Durant. So I think what they need to figure out is put their all, put their emphasis and their defense strictly around. Kyrie, strictly around James Harden. Kyrie is hard to contain, but they're going to have to, I, if, listen, the coach is there, but they need to come up with a, some type of formula to where these guys aren't just getting easy shots, where they're just not doing what they want, because they, Boston gave him a fight, but it was like, alright, when we're tired of playing with you, we can just turn it up anytime we want. And this is the crazy thing, they didn't even use DeAndre Jordan in that whole series, like, <laughs> like they 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 still have guys like they need to use DeAndre and I forgot Blake Griffin was on that team. Like that's how dangerous they kinda are. But if you're in if you're the Greek freak, you got your guys in the locker room, you are just looking at them and you go, listen, we need to win. It don't need to be pretty. It don't need to we don't it don't need to be a hundred and fifty versus hundred and forty-nine every night. We just need to win. And if I'm the Milwaukee Bucks, somebody, there may have to be a little bit of bully ball involved. You got that one guy who ain't seen the court all year. He needs to step out on the court every now and then get a couple cheap fouls here and there. Stir the pot a little bit. Talk a little smack. Get in somebody's face. Because if you go out there and you lack court and you taking a nap, that series will be over fast. I will promise you that one. Now, uh, if I'm moving fast, we're trying to cover a lot in a little bit of time. Uh, I call it, there was, there's some great sagas in American cinema. There was the Star Wars saga. There was the Godfather saga. There's, uh, the, I guess, the Harry Potter saga. <laughs> there's some of most, the most amazing cinematic storytelling we've seen in the 20th and 21st century. Nothing may come close to the LeBron James saga, or the, or as I call it, the saga of the King. I wish I had music I could throw it right here, like the Godfather's music. I was going to start this show off a little differently, reflecting and talking about LeBron. I was really going to um, have a difference of opinion. About him, and I paid attention, and I noticed something as 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 Anthony Davis's or as Charles Barkley calls them, street clothes. Um, I noticed something. LeBron has never had a true, true, bona fide number two. He's never had a true Scottie Pippen, and Magic. I'm not going back to. Russell's day, alright, I'm gonna go back as far as I can remember, alright <laughs> and Magic's day, Magic had Worthy, he had Kareem he had Byron Scott, he always had the same crew you know what I'm saying, Bird had McHale, Parrish um I can't think of his name right now, it's not a big deal but he had those guys, those were his those were his his crew Isaiah, Joe Dumars Jordan, Scotty. Uh, Malone, Stockton. You see where I'm going with this? Ewing, uh, Starks. You see where I'm going with this? Just stick with me, okay? Chat, Kobe. All right, I can go on all that. LeBron never had that. No, oh, 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 D-Wade. Eh, I'm going to touch on that. Uh, Kyrie. Eh, I'm going to touch on that. Uh, Kevin Love. Eh, I'm going to touch on that. LeBron never played with any of those guys for more than... Four seasons total, total, maybe ten, but he never spent uh, uh, <clears throat> long seasons together before. Um, you know, he never had those long, drawn out we and the fox. So, like, Kyrie and him came together like out of nowhere. It was like, all right, let's just play together. And the first chance Kyrie got, he left LeBron hand picked Kevin Love to be his guy. Why, I don't know, but Kevin, you know, he handpicked Kevin Love. That was a terrible choice. Um, he handpicked Anthony Davis. That may be the problem. Um, now, the Miami thing, that was four years and done, and D-Wade was hurt. Each of those years, Kevin, uh, he never really, I don't think, embraced Chris Bosch the way he should have, because to me, if I was LeBron, I would have stayed with Miami and borrowing Chris Bosch's, you know, helmet would put him out, you know, put him out for his career. I think he could have made something with Bosh, potentially. He could have made something, I honestly I think he could have maybe made something work with Anthony Wiggins versus going for Kevin Love, which was, you know, one championship. Like, wow. LeBron being his own GM was his own demise and downfall. He never let the, the general, the people who run the team pick his number 2 I, You know who should have been his number 2 And I'm going to wrap this up Because I got more covered in the, in, in the rest of the show You know who should have been his number He should have found a way to get Carmelo To be with him Melo would have been the perfect Number 2 for him Because um, Melo could have Melo could play the 4, the 3, the 2 Melo could have been the, They could have been the new age Jordan and Scotty Like he needed that but I think LeBron, so many people let him, you're the man, you need nobody. Because for years, he did it with nothing. Well, those years in Cleveland, Mo Williams was his number two. Or Zilgowskis. The hell, those are your number twos, they're real number twos. You know what I'm saying? Like, he never got that second Hall of Famer to run with. Now, everybody I named will be in the Hall of Fame. But imagine, imagine LeBron and Dwyane Wade From 2005 to 2010 on the team together. They're winning 4 They're winning multiple championships. They're going to have these struggles, but they will win multiple championships. Versus a four-year period, it takes time to put that type of chemistry together. You know what I mean? It takes a long time. You know, what about the, bo- the boss? The Boston Celtics, but now he can't make Well, the difference was those were veterans that were ready to win. And still, that experiment was not easy. And they also had a great head coach, Doc Rivers, who they listened to. LeBron, on the other hand, is the head coach. LeBron, on the other hand, is general manager. LeBron, on the other hand, is the press secretary. He is the mascot. He is the water guy. He does everything. <laughs> Anywho. Hey, thank you all for paying attention. This is Downway Sports here on Dynasty Radio ny.com, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B. Uh, we're going to take today. Uh, the rest of the show, we will play. I'm playing Queen because I'm sad and Queen makes me happy. Uh, we also are at the end of the show. It is June. Um, it's my birthday month. Yeah. But it's also Pride Month, so uh, we will honor um, <coughs> uh, people of the LGBTQ the gay community. How about that? I'm just going to sum it up. <laughs> we're going. We're uh, uh, special. Uh, at the end of the show, we will uh, pick, uh, bring out some people. I want to say, who did I pick this week? I think I picked Billie Jean King. That's an easy one. So <laughs> we'll uh, touch on that, and then. Um, but coming up in the next segment, uh, we will discuss Coach K, his career, and. Um, what him leaving means for the game of basketball uh, is just as important as when he entered. So, that's going to be nuts. So, thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back with more Downright Sports. Cheer!
1: Get ready! Woo! We are tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive!
2: Now, Buddy Landell, it's so... Tonight, I'm gonna have myself time. and star leaping through the sky like a tiger
0: we got oh a little
1: bit of the
0: bubbly you want some bubbly look at this stuff huh he is all right everybody uh, we are back here down Sport, little queen for you don't stop me now if you want to have a good time just give me a call not a bad song uh this <laughs> i was in the barber shop and i was uh, actually doing show prep i was preparing the show And I was about to put together the promotional flyer for uh, this week's show and came across my phone. I thought it was a joke. (laughs) Said, Coach K retires 2021-2022 season. And I said, this can't be real. Because the first thing that came across my phone was Joel Embiid was hurt. And I was like, all right, I'm going to kick the show off with this. And then, Coach Gay, I was like, holy Moses, like, I can't even start the show with it, because it's just so, wow, Um, I said this when the show started, that people throw out the word great a lot, oh, he's great, oh, she's great, they're great, they're great, they're great, they're great, they're, legacy then they throw out everybody's legacy what what's this mean for their legacy <laughs> I think you need a body of work before you have a legacy and I think you need to achieve something before you're great coach K fits that definition in my book <laughs> if you will um this is a guy that started his coaching career uh in the uh, in the 70s he took over for his uh, mentor in... um at Navy he coached at Navy, attended Navy, he was a point guard. Um not Dean Smith. <laughs> um anyway, we'll get back to that. Uh Coach K, um Bobby, Bobby Knight. I don't know why I couldn't think of his damn name. But <laughs> Coach K Chicago guy from Chicago. Like, you know, deep dish Chicago pizza. Uh, was an assistant at Indiana. Coached at Navy from 75 to 80. And then at 80, took the job at Duke University. And from there, history was made. Uh, between those jobs, Coach K has a career record of 1,170 wins. 361 <laughs> losses he, he la it he he pretty much lapped himself okay uh tournament wins oh I don't know he's 97 and 30 and in the ACC he is 63 and 21 he is the man like let's stop playing like five championships 12 final fours 15. Uh, 15 ACC tournaments 12 regular season ACC uh, championships he's been a 3 time coach of the year uh, 5 time ACC coach of the year like the man the, the, the accolades to stack up and then not to mention oh he coached team USA to consecutive gold medals like oh you know it ain't nothing for him uh, how about 3 Gold medals, if you will. Not to mention he was an assistant coach on the uh dream team. Alright, so yeah, think about that one. We're not gonna break down Coach K's greatest games, we're not gonna break down his rivalries, but basically what the man has done for sport for, for basketball for sports, everybody knows Coach K. Everybody knows Duke, everybody knows. look when the jacket comes off everybody knows the team you either love Duke or you hate Duke boy and girls out there I became I'm gonna tell you the day I became a Duke fan it was I was 12 maybe a little younger I was about 11 or 12 it was a Sunday I was home and I was cleaning the room and the only channel I could get that day because we barely had cable the only channel I could get that day was channel 2 you have to live in New York to understand this one. So it was Kid too 2. And the net the dog, oh, excuse me, there was a team, and I was not into college basketball at all. Syracuse was it, it might have been Syracuse, but Syracuse was on TV and they were playing this team with this tight dark blue jersey with another like layer of dark blue. And I said, damn, that uniform is tight. I said, that is a good I like and my favorite color was blue. And I was like, holy Moses! I'm like, and they just look good on the court, boy, and they were hoping, And he, <clears throat> I want to say to myself, I'm watching, and I'm like, goodness gracious! Like, who is on this? Like, this, this this team just looks so good. And I'm said to myself, I said, well, I know who I root for now. Who's this team? Duke, and they looked tight. In a day, day, they just looked like they were together. They just looked cohesive. They just looked in sync. They just looked like they were ready to ball. And (coughs) I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm rooting for. And some people were like, oh, you're a fan of it. Well, call me what you will. But I've been rooting for Duke ever since 1998, 1998, 1999. Who was on that team? I don't know. Shane Batty. Elton Brand, um, uh, Corey McGetty yeah, just to name a few guys you might have heard of was on that team. Um, it just it became to me. I became obsessed with the team almost. Like I became like, oh my god, the the D, the Duke D. Like that's I was I was I fell in love. Then I started watching Coach K closely and. Um, paying attention, he's a family guy, he protects his players, he's he's a military guy, big into his country, big in the, he's an activist, he, 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 he basically is what John Wooden was for basketball in the earl in the, in the, in the, in the 70s, the, I mean, excuse me, uh, the, the, the 60s and the 50s, 70s, what John Wooden was <clears throat> for the 20th century, Coach K, Became that for the 21st century. Like, everybody thinks Kyler Perry is the cool coach because he goes against the one-and-done guys. Everybody wants to play for Coach K. Kobe said if he would have went to college, he would have went to Duke. Like, he wanted to play for Coach K. You know what I'm saying? like Coach K got guys like LeBron, Carmelo, D-Wade, Kobe Bryant, Jason Kidd, Chris Paul... Just to name a few to play together, it probably wasn't that hard. But that same Mr. Guys, minus Kobe, couldn't play for a Larry Brown. Great coach. They played for Coach K. And and, and it used to be, remember, when, I remember when we were younger, the argument was always because there's, there's, there's Duke and then there's UNC. You can't say one without the other. And for as great as Duke is, UNC is. Equally great, if not—I'm not, never say that—greater. But their history, whatever, because they had Dean Smith for so many years, <clears throat> and you had Coach K versus Dean Smith. But then, I my my rivalry is Coach K um, versus Roy Williams, who just retired. Because Roy, because. UNC was down for a little bit, you know what I'm saying, and then Roy came through and brought them back up with them ugly players like um, Roy Hibbert, not Roy Hibbert, what was his name, Psycho T and Sean May, kind of couldn't stand those guys, but the argument used to be UNC, uh, Coach K had you graduate, UNC had you go get paid because you went to the league, well, that kind of started to change a little bit because, you know, I some of the pro guys, if you think about it, you have um, Grant Hill, Christian Laettner, who some say may be the, one of the greatest to ever play college ball. Go dispute it if you want to. Uh, Kyrie Irving, I don't know if you can count him because he barely played. <laughs> uh, RJ Barrett, Zion Williamson in recent years. Elgin Baylor, Corey McGetty, um, Shane Betty. These are all guys who had long careers. Uh, shoot, I'm trying to think. Trying to, Jay Williams wouldn't have been an all-star if he never got hurt. Like, Jay Williams would have been that next-tier guy if he never got hurt. Like, I'm damn sure certain about that. J.J. Redick. Who can forget J- the J.J. Redick years? Like, J.J. Redick, still in the league, like, still getting it done. Um... There's been a couple guys who you thought were gonna be stars and they just bottomed out. But for the most part, it before the one and done stuff, like Coach K so gangster, and I wrap this up. Coach K so gangster. When college basketball went to the one and done style of players, right? Coach K said, okay, I'll go recruit these go get recruit these guys. Recruited them and won with them. Like he won upped everybody. Everybody who else was doing it. He was like, well, you know, if I get in this, I'm. A, I, you don't want me to get into this. <clears throat> like, you, you just don't want that. And he gets in, and then he, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he just wins. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, oh, I can get this done, too. No, don't get it twisted. So, what would, I be, what would the game be like without him? I gotta take another drink. My throat is dry. Excuse me. <clears throat> what would the game be without Coach K? It's, it's going to be a void. But... With Coach K leaving, with Roy Williams leaving, that leaves um, Jerry Sarah in Syracuse. Um, then uh, Ripetino just returned, but there was a crop, there's a crop of coaches. Like right now, we don't really know none of the young coaches in the game. Like talking about, you got Kyle Perry, Shaka Smart, who just left Texas. It's kind of it, you know what I mean? Like. They don't. We don't have those names anymore. A lot of it has to do with the one and done. Teams don't get built like they used to. Coach K could be it. Once Coach K is done, we may have seen the last of the 78-year-old coach. Him and Jim Beheim could be it, the, who's been at one place for over 30 years. We may not see this ever again because money, because TV, because you know whatever scoop I do like whatever, we may never like this could be it and we should appreciate this year for what it will be and that is the the send off to a great legendary coach who is anywhere between one and three in the list I'm a list guy I'm big in the list I'm big in the rankings he's one out of three he's one two or three you pick it you're not gonna be wrong like, that's how great he is, and it's a damn shit, you know, it's just sad, it's, I'm sad to see him go, but hey, you gotta, you, better to go, better to go now before they take you out, you know what I'm saying, uh, when we come back, we're gonna wrap the show up, uh, we're gonna talk about a little, we're gonna, little touchy subject, it's gonna, uh, we're gonna try to, we're not gonna squeak around it, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're gonna hit it, hit, we're gonna hit it head on, and we're gonna, uh, cover it, this is Downward Sports, everybody.
1: A star, and I always thought, well, you know, now that I've made it, no matter how hard it gets, I mean, I'm not about to bitch about it now. You know, I'd certainly <laughs> rather, you know, go through all the, you know, the. the
2: the sign of speech.
0: Sports critic Damn right sports Yeah Good one going to wrap uh, today's show up. thank you for listening uh, here on um, the show Dynasty Radio on the station Dynasty Radio NY.com your number one source for hip hop and R&B we appreciate it coming up next is the Boom Bop Hour so stay tuned for that um, a lot of fun there a lot of entertainment a lot of um uh, <laughs> Great conversation, especially in the world of um pop culture, hip hop, and RB. Uh we uh you know a lot of questions need to be asked. These guys were them <laughs> So uh stay tuned and uh listen for that. Um should not update this. I don't think she did. Anyway, yeah, uh so stay tuned for that. So these guys are coming on next. Um, also if you uh download the show <clears throat> if you listen to the radio but you missed something you can download the show at apple podcast soundcloud google play spotify anchor or anywhere podcasts are downloaded you can hear the show so if you're just catching it now you're like oh damn that guy sounds good i want to listen to more well go download it and you can hear it <laughs> and you can listen to it on your phone your ipad uh your computer uh Anywhere anywhere you can download the podcast. You can hear it and you can listen to it. So, um, next week. So, let's give you an update. Let me give myself an update. Sometimes I, <laughs> I come together. Uh, all I know is. So, there will be a show next week. And there will not be a show uh, the week of the 13th through the 19th. or the tw- There will be a show the week. Of. We will come back the 23rd. We're going to come back. I'm um, going to take off my birthday week and uh, relax. So, yeah, turn the big three five this year. Oh, God, I'm getting old. <laughs> it's just like, why won't it? You know, you're happy. It's better to get old. You know, the only things that ever go through my mind um, about aging, I think about the past a lot. Like,. You know, people who aren't here anymore, I think about that. I think about, wait, I used to do that, you don't do anymore. Like, you know, when you're, you know, like, yeah, I really, I don't really, in my mind, I had a really good childhood. <laughs> and so, I really miss, you know, you enjoy that, you miss it. Um, you get happy for what the future could bring. I was, I, I'm kind of weird, like, you know, I, some people, I can't wait till I get older. I was like, yeah, I can wait. Like, I, you know, I just wasn't in the hurry to like, I was, like, damn, I need to be an adult. Like, I can't wait to pay bills. Like, no, I could have waited. Like, I was not looking forward to it at all. But it is what it is. It's how life goes. You, It's better to get older than stop. Think about that. <laughs> it's better to get older than just stop one day. Sorry if you hear me drinking a lot, but nope, is just When I talk a lot, I got sleep apnea, so my the snoring and stuff cuts into like my vocal cords, and it causes me to cough a lot. Especially if I start talking a lot, really, like I really get like I have to cough, and I hate it. Especially today's day and age, like if somebody coughs, it's (laughs) red flag. (laughs) He's in the corner, what? I just cough. You got it. No, I don't. Yes you do. Oh my god, what? You it? What what's it? You have it. What's it? You got it. Look at your feet. You just (laughs) You just don't know what to do. Uh, Tim, if you hear this part, you'll appreciate that. Alright, so I had to make light. I was trying to make light for a little bit, uh, because um, Neo Naomi, Okas- oh, shoot, I know her name. Naomi Okasawa, uh the number two tennis player in the world, had to step away from the French Open. Uh, she initially, when she went into the French Open, she kicked things off by saying she wasn't going to talk to the press, uh, due to her health, she wanted to protect her health. Um, then later, after the French Open came out, instead of just going to her, and just was like, well, if you don't talk, we're gonna find you, and we, we, and oh, how dare you not speak, wait, wait, can I get my French accent together, hold on, <clears throat> you dare not speak, I can't do it right now, but you, you, you puny, you puny, yeah, yeah, you dare not speak, Frogs and cigarettes, uh, there we go, that works, Jenny Lewis. <laughs> any case, so she revealed that since 2018, she's kind of been dealing with depression. Her first time in the mainstream limelight was when Serena was losing her mind about to kill the umpire in uh, the U.S. Open. Uh, Naomi would win the U.S. Open, beating Serena, and... Her first day was not one of celebration, but more of, well, what did you think about Serena? (laughs) And then Serena get cheated, and then yada, yada, yada. So, since then, she's been a beast. She's won. Um, I don't have her credentials in front of me, but she has won. And again, she's the highest paid, I want to say she's the highest paid either tennis player or highest paid uh, female athlete on the planet currently right now. A lot of her stuff is she's kind of tapped into that modeling world. Uh, like so many uh, have done in the past. But a lot of athletes, and the main one that comes to my mind is Kyrie Irving. They suffer. So A lot of them suffer from different things. Whether it's uh, depression. Whether it's anxiety. Whether it's um, a different type of mental chemical imbalances. Um, sometimes they go, well, I don't want to talk to the press. Should should she have been... Should they have handled it differently with her? Absolutely. Should the French Open and others and people around her maybe kind of gone to her or them, go, you know, said, hey, we understand your situation. Is it, You know, come up with something better than just like, hey, we're going to attack you because you don't want to do X, y, Z. I understand the importance of the press. To be frank, basically what I do is a form of that. Uh, Mine is more of an opinion versus me going out doing the question and answer thing. If there's, now, she suffers from depression. I'm not a doctor, but she's telling me, so I'll go with her. She's not the only athlete that has said that. Kevin Love has come out and said he suffers from it. Uh, Michael Phelps has come out and said he suffered from it. Terry Bradshaw has come out and said, these are some of the top um, athletes of their craft. They suffer from depression. They suffer from anxiety. And you're like, well, how can you be depressed? You make money. Well, you know, depression comes with that because you could be easily like going to a dark place in your mind trying to figure out how do I continue being successful? I don't want to let people down. Like, it's a lot. To go, you know, it's a lot when you start dealing with the human brain, it's not as simple as just do and don't, or feel and don't feel. It's not really that simple, it's more detailed, it's more, it's more complex than that, and you can't just start <coughs> cutting people the same way. Was there a time where? we looked at athletes or we looked at celebrities or we looked at people of wealth and we was going you know would basically be like Psh, ain't nothing wrong with you yeah that was a time and that time was not that long ago you know what i'm saying that was for heck even for myself this conversation could have started a lot different just 15 years ago but with more information with more with more studies with more People seeking out help, you find out, and you feel, oh, well, shoot, you know. Just because they make millions and billions don't make them any different than us now. You're sitting back saying, Psh, if I had her money, I'd never be the world. That may be you, That, may, that but that's not her. You get what I'm saying? Now, there's, 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 now back to what I was going to say, to the part where, they, where some athletes or all athletes feel like the press is unneeded, I got news for a lot of people, this thing called sports is not important, <laughs> it doesn't do anything realistic, you know, it doesn't change, like, there's a new champion every year, like, it doesn't really, you know, what LeBron James does does not dictate my life, like, you know, him, when, when the game's off, we turn the team off, we go to bed, and we go, damn, you know, they lost. But we don't go, they lost. Do they have the nuclear codes? Like, there is, it's not that serious. Because of the press, because of reporters, before there was television, before, damn near before there was radio, the press is who told the story of the athlete. The reason why LeBron is worth the amount of money he's worth. The reason why Serena Williams is worth the amount of money she's worth. The reason why Michael Phelps, um, Danica Patrick, because so many, the reason why so many of these top athletes are who they are is not just because they're skilled and gifted and great. It's because there's somebody writing a story about them telling their story, telling their truth, telling us why we should be interested in said individual. Why we should invest money into said sport. If the press goes away and there's no one to speak the narrative. Because I'm here to tell every athlete out there that thinks they are capable of speaking said narrative. they can, I'll, I'll tell my story. Nobody's going to care. And nobody's going to pay attention. Because it's coming from one side. You have people who like you and you have people who don't like you, both buy tickets, one to boo, one to cheer, if you're the only person that's just, everybody thinks because they can go on um, Twitter or Instagram and, and, and there's more to you just writing how you feel to tell your story. There's, you gotta say when in the important in the old days before ESPN was around And even with ESPN what's that not ESPN because it's something to when you put those highlights up there they're still telling your story It's one thing just be saying at the screen Oh he dunked it Oh uh, he crossed over But when the guy's like yo look how great this individual is look how spectacular they're telling you why this certain thing you see is spectacular. If you don't believe me, look at the look at the NBA, look at the WNBA ten years ago. Hell, let's just go back five years ago because now the WNBA is getting its love. It's getting its love. But just just think about this: when you turn on Sports Center in the morning, even today, when it's June second or June third, whenever the hell you hear the show. They are still talking football, and telling you how important football is, and you will eat it up. But there's a reason why you don't really pay that much attention to soccer. Why? Because they don't talk about it. There's a reason why you don't pay that much attention to the WNBA. Why? Because they don't talk about it. You say, oh, I'm a fan. If you're a fan, you'll find a way to watch it. But for the average person, nah. But football is talked year-round. So come September, when it's time to play, everybody's invested because now they're paying attention to all the little knickknacks. The The, the story that they heard in the offseason affects how they do their fantasy draft. The story they heard in the offseason affects how they do their, 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 their gambling. It's all tied together. It's all important. And for those of you that think it's not, well, guess what? You're dead wrong, and I'm here to tell you. And if you think I'm wrong holla at me you can email me at brent reed 11 i'm not giving that one you can email me at downrightenterprise at gmail.com or hit me up in my uh uh, my instagram inbox i'm here i'm Downright Sports. hit me up because i'm here to tell you right now for every athlete because here's the thing here's the here's the kicker naomi could have spun this because she's smart she, she speaks her mind and she, she 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 people love her and I'm gonna wrap this up. I got a minute. She's got she suffers from depression, something that a lot of people suffer from. She could set, she could easily grab a reporter, went one on one, pulled him to the side and explain her story. But the same with Kyrie. But when you don't have people in your corner that are giving you good information. And even you think to yourself, sometimes you think what you think is right when it's not. But imagine now, she's playing on the French Open, the second leg of the Grand Slams in tennis, right? She's now becoming the face of the pressure. She could be the person, some of the kids sitting at home sees that this great athlete suffers from the same affliction she suffers from and finds a way to every day still... Herself to get it done that's inspirational, that's inspiring, but instead, you kind of you know, telling people you don't want to speak to them is almost you know, it's, it's, it's tough, it's really hard, it's hard, it's hard for me to say because I'm not going through it anyway. Thank you all for listening. This show is over. Thank you all for listening. It's been fun. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, next week's show, I have no idea what we're going to talk about until the day of, so hopefully, I'll have something, you guys be good out there, where the country's getting a little bit back to normal, but still, wash your hands, put on your mask, go get your shot, hopefully, we all, you know, get this thing out of, and the, the things look like it's getting a little bit back to normal, so... You know, Hopefully we all one day Just look back at this time period What the heck was that uh, Thank you, we'll be back Download the show, listen to everything And as always, deuces Is this the real
2: life Is this just fantasy Caught in a landslide No escape from reality Killed a man, put a gun against his head, pulled my trigger. Now he's dead, Mama. Life it.
1: Mamma mia, mamma mia,
2: mamma mia. Let me go. be devil has a devil put aside
1: for me, for me, for me.